Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Watch a little Major League Baseball. I don't know if it'll ever happen here. And I understand, you know, but 48th ranked market rising. I think we were 51 for the last since it's 48 now. Uh, maybe if we keep growing here in New Orleans that eventually we'll get a Major League Baseball team. It's probably a little unrealistic considering we're already a two-pro-sport team town. But, man, I I'm, I'm really miss going out to Major League games on a regular basis to just do. Great, great time of year. How many Red Sox? What are they, one in, one in three? Yeah. Nobody, nobody wants the Red Sox to win anymore. So you can thank my Mariners for that, right? Don't come at me, Astros fans. Not today. Uh, let's, let's talk to Scott Alexander now, host of Primetime Sports on WLAE-TV and CST Television. Scotty, is your bracket as busted as mine, man? I had a terrible weekend. First of all, there's three major league sports now in this town because rugby is here to stay. Baby. Hey, there you go. There you go. It's, it's big time. So, yeah. Yeah, my bracket's busted. Of course it is. It sucks. Um I got no Final Four teams. How about that? Me either. Right. I got none. I had uh, Scott. I had sixteen. It was the first time in at least I think ever. I only fill out. Well, I'm a brackets of integrity. I'm a sheets of integrity guy, dude. So I only fill out one. Do. That's all I do. Yeah. One sheet, period. I, first time ever, I had sixteen of sixteen Sweet Sixteen teams, and I don't know what happened, but I have zero Final Four teams, just like you. How bad is that? Well, that's impressive, though. Sixteen out of sixteen, and the thing is, is if you had sixteen out of sixteen. I mean, there's a chance you could have won something. I'm mean, because let me say this: the thing I'm in, I just did one in my little office. I think only two people even had one Final Four team, and that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Like one person had Auburn, and the other one had uh, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Um, just nuts. Really nuts. What do you think about these games over the weekend? Um, uh, there's lots of madness. I guess that's that's why they call it March Madness, man. Uh, Purdue, uh, that game, I feel bad for them. I really do. I thought they they outplayed Virginia. Um, I mean, that, that just a, you, it's crazy the way that game went overtime. I mean, just that that but you got to have a little luck though. That's what basketball is all about this time of year. Everybody's good. Um, I thought Texas Tech. That game actually didn't surprise me as much as uh, I thought because after watching them, I had them in the Elite Eight, and after watching them. Um, the first uh, two or three games, I just said, wow, this is going to be tough for Gonzaga. I mean, of course, I picked Gonzaga to win, so um, to win at all, that is. And uh, But, you know, Texas Tech is so well coached. And I said that last year when they made an elite, elite eight run. Now they're in the Final Four. Michigan State, LSU saw We all saw that. Uh, they are very, very tough. And, of course, Auburn's another one. I actually put a bet down, Seth, earlier on. I did for three teams that had long shots to make the Final Four, and I, I kind of forgot about it. But, you know, 20 bucks on Auburn to go to the Final Four and uh, 150 So not all so bad, right? No, and I guess the, the moral these last few years, and it's not just this year, I think you look at the last two, three, four years in this tournament as it kind of evolves, is that you win your conference tournaments, 
And that momentum often carries over. I mean, look at Michigan State here. Look at Auburn. I think going forward, I'm, I'm wondering if that you know, selection committee is going to start valuing those conference tournament titles a little more. And Virginia and Texas Tech, however, the far end. Both lost first yep. games. Yep. Um, so that's kind of ironic, too, isn't it? Uh, there was, like, like no champion that or guy that's the team that was runner-up or second-round semifinals. First round out in the tournament or champion in these four teams. So kind of interesting there as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to value them. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to make them value them or not anymore. I think a lot of times they have their mind made up on who's seated where. But you have to look at a team like Auburn that on back-to-back games in the SEC tournament did it to Tennessee and, and they just a great, great uh, – that was in the championship. did a great great game, and they did it again the game before. So it was just fun to watch them do their thing because when, when they're on, they're as exciting as anybody to watch. They get up and down the court, and they shoot so well. I mean, we know that. Their three shooting is – as good as anybody's, but they actually can penetrate and get to the hole just as easily as well. Indeed. It's Scott Alexander here with us on the last lap at D Scott Alexander on Twitter. Let's back it up to the LSU Michigan state game. You and I talked about this a lot, both on and off the air about that possible matchup. And I think we were on a similar page anyways, that it was going to be maybe the worst matchup in that whole bracket for LSU. And it kind of turned out to be that way, Scott. That's really a true. We said that actually when the brackets came out the Monday two weeks ago, right? Um, we kind of foresaw that this could happen. Then I was like, I wish that Duke would have been maybe the the two seed. Obviously, you know, that wasn't going to happen after they won the tournament. But uh, because I think LSU actually could have had a better chance, and we said that. I know it's easy to say in hindsight, but we both said that on that Monday. It's like, wow, I think Duke the way they play. They like to do some certain things that I think can fall in the hands of LSU and, and, the, and the opposite with Michigan State. You know, I got swept up at the end, though, thinking <clears throat> going in the game, I said, okay, LSU's got a legitimate chance to win this. Uh, they kind of put that to bed early. LSU had that one run, man, at the beginning of the second half, and you, they cut it to four. I believe it was 40-36. And you just thought, man, wow, this is going to happen again. The magic will keep happening. And it just seemed like that, boy, Michigan State got hot again, and it was all over but the crime for the state of Louisiana. Yeah, it, it really was. Do you think that there are building blocks here for LSU, even with the, the Will Wade situation, or do you think that that shadow is just going to, well, overshadow any kind of progress you made with the program this year? I don't think so. I, I think there is definitely building blocks. So listen, LSU, you see, you didn't grow up, around here when I did. Okay, like, I, I was in junior high when they started getting really good, like, really good. Like, I'd say from 78 to 81, they were as good over those three-year stretch. They made those sweet 16, lead eight, then the final four, back to back to back. And they were great. I mean, they were great. They built that thing. And then in the 80s, they were the best team in the SEC. I mean, you can argue a little bit Kentucky, maybe Alabama. They're, they're the ones. If you look through the 80s, they would be the team of the decade. It was rolling. And then all of a sudden you had the Chris Jackson, Shaq era, and then you had a little down time when, when Dale Brown's career was ending there. And then John Brady brought them to a powerhouse team. They, they lost in the Sweet 16 in 2000, but they were very good. They obviously went to the Final Four. So, so you had these, these periods, you know, when they kind of get good, and then they have some dips. You know, 2009, they were really good again, 14-2 and two in conference. And then you had Ben Simmons. That didn't really work out, but still they were 11-7 and seven in conference. Not horrible, but not certainly what you expected. I do feel – um, that this is going to build into something better. Uh, and listen, I don't know what it might be. Uh, I, you're going to have Skylar Mays back. You're going to have some of these guys back. You know Tremont's probably gone. Uh, Nas is definitely gone. Will Wade's up in the air. It's a long shot. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. 
I'm sure I think they're going to, they have to give him his due process and let's see how things play out. But, you know, the other fact is what coaches are going to be available if you wait a whole long time. So um, it's some big decisions being made up there. I actually had a quick word with Will yesterday. Um, he seems to be in good spirits about things, but I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I really am. I've told you this many times. I was in the agent business, and I, I mean, I could write a book on him, how much cheating I saw in this game, whether it be from the shoe companies to uh, the coaches to runners, uh, you know, agents, all of them. Uh, there's, you know, it would be beautiful to clean everything up, have everybody play on the same page, but it seems like it's been like this for so long, almost my entire lifetime, uh, and maybe even as long as that. Um, so I don't, I don't know. But the fact is, I hate to see Will Wade get completely singled out when it's so prevalent. And I, you know, obviously he's the one caught. So, but it just, I just feel for the guy. I really do. Scott Alexander, host of Primetime Sports on WLAE and CST Television this week. Where does the season rank up for you among LSU all time, Scott? Oh, that's a great question, actually. That's a great all-time. I mean, it's in the top, I'd say, I'd say at least the top six six or seven. Um, you know, it was a great regular season. They never won 16 games. Well, they did, I think, that year that Rudy Macklin, they were number one for a good part of that year. 1981 is easily their best team ever. Uh, 1980 and 81. 80, they, they fell a little short in the, to the lead eight, but that team was just so loaded with dynamite players. Uh, and 79 was fabulous as well. Now, yeah, you know, between 2000, 2006, 2009, 1986, 1987 was another one. They should have gone to the Final Four that year. They were up nine or so to Indiana right at the end of the Elite Eight, and and they blew that. But So I would say definitely in the top eight, um, you know, but it could be, you know, maybe even top five. Final Four this week. Who you got, man? And I guess we can start with the semifinal matchups and just roll on through the championship. Have you looked at it enough yet? Do you know who your favorite on each side and on into that championship game? I've been busy all day today, but, I mean, listen, um, you're going to have to sh- – I mean, Texas Tech and Michigan State, uh, they're, they're strong, man. I mean, they are strong. I mean, you have a legitimate top ten player in Culver. I mean, this guy – I mean, honestly, I, I'd love to see him in a Pelicans uniform. I mean, I could legitimately actually visualize that. Um, he's a player. I mean, he really is a player, and it looks like you're gonna have a top ten pick. Um, I, I really, he's a great, he's a great player that can win games, and they play such great defense. Michigan State, the same thing. They have, they have their Cassius Winston, who, man, he he impressed me. I gotta tell you, I did some games in, in Vegas with them, and I just didn't think without Josh Langford that they could do this. As, as, as I should say, they could do this as easily as it appeared they did it, you know, and they did it. They, they've learned to play without him. Nick Ward's even coming off the bench. I mean, Cassius Winston is dynamite. So that game is going to be hard one to call. It's easy to just say Michigan State, but man, I, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, I, I'm being honest with you. I don't know. Texas Tech is just really good. So, uh, you know, if I have to have the edge, I'd say, I guess, Michigan State a little bit, but not really, you know, so that one's tough. The other one's Auburn against Virginia. That's classic offense, man, offense, 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 first defense. And then one team really wants to get the ball up. The other team wants to make sets. They run precision offense. They have great shooters. Um, both teams has great shooters. Virginia, um, I don't know. I, I mean, Auburn's definitely much more athletic. Uh, Virginia's known for that great defense, tactical, strategic play by uh, Tony Bennett, the coach. Um I don't. I mean, I'm rooting for both those coaches. It's kind of strange. I like Bruce Pearl and Tony Bennett, and they're so different. I mean, so different. I mean, one of them is just to me the greatest sideline coach right now. I think Tony Bennett is 
is, is at least making his name for that. He's got to get, you know, he got finally got to the final four, but Bruce Pearl is so exciting. And I love watching. So I don't know, man, I'm just looking for some good basketball. I don't even think I'm gonna make a prediction. Nola gold, bro. What's going on there? I know yeah, a tough loss this last week, but still on top of the league standings, right? I mean, tough losses. I mean, you don't even know how tough that was. But the only two losses they've had this season is the same two games that this French rep has rep, and they called a knock-on at the end of the game. Like, we'd already gotten the game-winning score. I mean, we won the game. It was over, 33-28. And, you know, they had their last play, and they, they, they did – they kind of ran, and they got them down, and they – No, what's a knock-on? What's a knock-on, Scott? Well, the ball is if it hits the if you hit your player's hands and it goes forward, uh, they call it a knock on if you miss it. But and they might have been something about not releasing. I don't know all the rules completely yet. But but the fact is is that the game was over and it was done. And all of a sudden you saw a card come out, which gave them a penalty kick from like right there, you know. And it just it just was just silly. But you know the fact is is it's 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 all good. We lost to New York the same way a month ago. They're six and two, but they have all the bonus points just about you can possibly get. So that's all that matters is total points. Four wins for a win. You get you get bonus points if you if you lose by less than seven. Uh, and you know both times they've lost, they've gotten those. And you get bonus point if you get four basically touchdowns. We call them tries in rugby. And they've done that all but once. And that one time was in that deep snow in Utah. So that's why New York uh, Rooney, the only team that you know that well before today, this past weekend that the the goal they lost to was them and they're seven and one but they have one less point so that's the way it works in rugby they have one less point so the gold are still in first place uh and uh they they, were, they plan to stay that way because their losses have been so uh just incredibly excruciating that i think they feel strong about the rest of the season yeah well if you're listening you can catch the gold in a couple of weeks back in the city april 13th utah comes to town i believe i will be out there scotty for that one so uh well, you'll up for sure all right dude uh look appreciate the the basketball chat man um we'll probably text each other this week and make some official predictions or something like that but uh, yeah i'll make some official later right, That's, uh, <laughs> I, got it, right? I know and i guess i can say because you actually had gonzaga this year uh r.i.p our zags right because it was kind of our zags this year it really was and i really i've, I've actually picked them to win three times in the last four or five years so uh, I just felt good about the team. I don't know. I really felt strong going in the whole way. And, and uh, Texas Tech just plays great basketball. Yeah, RIP. Rest in peace, Zach. See you later. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Scott Alexander. Thanks so much, bud. There he goes. At D. Scott Alexander on Twitter. And you can catch him every single week at Primetime uh, Sport. Oh, uh, Scott, are you still there? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I, well, who got on the show this week? I forgot to ask you that. I'm sorry. Um, You know what? I'm going to do this because it's the baby cake last year here. I want to kind of give them a little send up. But what I'm doing is. A lot of y'all that are younger probably don't know how cool Ron Sabota is. Um, I was a kid when he was in what was the the amazing right fielder for the New York Mets when they they're called the Amazing Mets and they they had the miracle victory in 1969 over a Baltimore Orioles team that had four 20 game winners and he made the most amazing catch in World Series history. He dove basically parallel the ground and I'm going to talk about that great team he had with Tom Seaver, Nolan Ryan. Gary Kuzman as pitchers, and they shocked the Baltimore Orioles, who had four 20-game winners. Keep think about that, and they won. So that's going to be a cool segment. I'm going I'm to have another guy, Lenny Van Gilder, talking all about what's going on locally in all the sports, Saints pickups, Pelicans future, uh, you know, even two lanes higher, and LSU basketball as well. So 
We're going to have a lot of fun on this show tomorrow, and I'm going to talk some baby cake. Dee Dee Bro is supposed to come on and talk about the gymnast thing. She's going to do it next week. So I'm going to talk about the baby cake last season as well. All right, there you go. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, brother. All right, Scott Alexander, host of Prime Time Sports on CST and WLAE TV. Speaking of the new Tulane basketball coach, I didn't even plan it that way. That was a heck of a segue, though, because coming back, We'll talk about the new head basketball coach for the Green Wave. Ron Hunter, unexpected hire from Georgia State, but why he might be the right man for the job and, hey, my, why he might not. 504-260-1870. If you want to jump on in here, want to talk a little LSU hoops, a little college basketball with us, 504-260-1870. The text line is 870-870. And this is the last lap on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.